You're listening to Do What You Want Radio, a podcast series for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those ready to learn how to do what they want. I'm your host, Jordan Heffler. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Do What You Want Radio. I am very excited today to have Megan Daniel in my presence. She is the infamous crybaby Stitch. She is the cool girl of Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> I make up these like introductions so on kind. the spot. That is so kind. <laughs> no, I'm so excited to finally know you because basically I saw a photo of you in your home on the cover of a 225 issue for spaces and interiors. And I was like, oh my gosh, this living room is beautiful. It's so my style. And I read the whole series, um, not the series, the uh, interview. And then I went and looked you up and I was like, oh, we have like all these mutual people. Like how have we not mm-hmm. met each other? So, hey. 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 <laughs> nice to finally know you. Nice to hang out with you for longer than five seconds. Right. Because yeah. I feel like I technically haven't really spent time with you in person besides like once and Mid-City Makers. Yeah. By the time we sat next to each other at the Makers Market. But at that point, I had already been like following your stuff and we talked online. So. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're here. Instagram friends. Um, to give some context, if anyone saw the coffee mug that I posted a while back, it's clear. It says true crime and chill, and it has, like, a rainbow on it. That comes from Megan, and she's killer. So we have very similar styles, and I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of early. Actually, it's not early at all, but we're both dying and asleep. So let's wake up. Let's yeah, talk. Let's so I want to know everything there is to know about Crybaby Stitch and embroidery okay. and how this even came about. Okay, um, so I'd s- probably about 2016, um, I had just had my daughter, and I was um, kind of staying at home a lot. Um, I am a homebody by nature, but definitely having a newborn. I mean, you're home all the time. So I just started kind of picking up little projects here and there. I started listening to podcasts a lot, and I was like, what can I do with my hands while I... Um, listening um, to true crime podcasts mostly. Yeah. Hence the true crime and chill. Uh, so I just started, I took some Skillshare classes, um, played on Etsy a lot, and bought patterns, that sort of thing. Um, then one thing led to another, and half of my craft closet was uh, filled with thread and hoops. People started asking me to make gifts, and then from there I just started selling my stuff. Well, I also kind of want to preface, too, like, your stuff is not like your grandma's embroidery. It's, like, funny sayings, like, cheeky. People ask me all the time, did my grandma teach me how to embroider? And no, I definitely learned from YouTube. (laughs) Uh, My grandma taught me how to sew, um, and she would think that everything I do is hilarious. So she appreciates it all. What are some of the things that you've embroidered, like, the types of phrases and things, just for people listening? Uh, my best ones, my best selling ones that I don't really even do anymore because I kind of got tired of making the same thing over and over again, which yeah. is a struggle. Uh, the stay sexy, don't get murdered. <laughs> Lock your effing door. Those have been two of my most popular ones. <laughs> Actually, anything with a curse word in it will sell. I think that's why it's so funny. It's that juxtaposition of like, it's like such an old school medium, but then yeah. like, you just throw something on there and it's right. like, um, genius. So I also do... Uh, kind of motivating mm-hmm. ones. Um, when I started going to therapy, that was kind of just like little mantras that I would pick up here and there, and I thought that fit in with the crybaby aspect of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I have the it's fine, you're enough, 
that sort of thing too. So it's very opposite ends of the spectrum, <laughs> but that's kind of me. Those that's are my your personalities. Brand. Well, tell me how sure. the, the name Crybaby came about. Mostly I'm um, just sitting at home. And I mean, I am an emotional person uh, in general. I always have been, um, but going through, you know, postpartum depression and therapy, sort of like that, just embracing it and not um, having a stigma attached to the fact that I am emotional. That you're a crybaby. Yeah, and also the fact that I was started all this while I had a literal baby yeah. um, was, <laughs> was a big thing. Well, I just love all your merch and stuff that you've been making for yourself. I feel mm. like we're similar in terms of like we make stuff but then like the brand has kind of become its own thing too like you have really cute sweatshirts and stickers and Mm -hmm. all that and I think it's kind of genius yeah that it's not just like this business with this product it's like this business is the brand it's definitely the way that I want to grow it yeah um so it just started out and doing hand embroidery is difficult because a lot of people don't understand how long it takes and if you see just something with a couple words on a hoop, um, you're like, do I really want to pay, you know, that much money for it? But yes, because it took me three full hours to do it. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I started incorporating mugs and sweatshirts and pins just so I can keep the things that are important to me and the things that I do for my personal stress relief, uh, which is embroidery, and keep that affordable for people too, and then also grow. Yeah, I was gonna. Brand. I was gonna ask, like, how can you scale something? I guess it's kind of similar to photography. It's not as like manual labor as embroidery, mm-hmm. but it's kind I of. I don't same. know. You spend a lot of time editing and stuff like that. Thank you for recognizing that. You have back problems. This is true because of it. Much like I do, hunched over. Yeah. Like. Well, that's like kind of where I was going with this. Was just like it's hard to scale a business when it relies on one person and the the thing that they can make themselves mm-hmm. because there's only if you think about it, 24 hours in one day and mm-hmm. you just said it takes you three or four hours to make like one thing mm-hmm. what do you do when you have so many orders like it's just you cannot work fast enough like you don't have elves like, right you don't and then kind of the same way it's like I can't only go to one place and photograph and be in one place at one mm-hmm. time and then still have to answer emails and edit and mm-hmm. do newsletters and everything else like how mm-hmm. do you deal with that uh, one thing that I did was I started doing workshops mm-hmm. which I thought was Realer is very beneficial to me um, because I get to teach people how to do it. I can do it in a large group. I've done in-home parties like last year for Christmas. I think I did like five or six just in-home like friend groups. That's so fun. And yeah, it was so much fun because these people, they let you into their house. They have like a full spread of food. I don't have to do anything except teach, show up, bring my stuff. It's people that already know each other. Um, so I'm not even doing the, the sewing at that point. It's but people still get to talk to me, and they get to leave with something. That's a really fun idea. Yeah. I'm, like, thinking in my head, how many different ways can I hire you for a party? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun for, like, Anytime. a bachelorette group or, like... Yes, I want to do um, a bridal shower. I think that would be cute, or, like, a baby shower. I think it'd be really fun, because then you're making something custom, too. Yeah. That's on... It's, like, tailored to that event or that person or yeah. whatever. And then I, I always give genius. people... Um, I always give people supplies to go yeah. home with, and... You know, I say, email me if you need anything. I print out instructions. I give you a free pattern to, like, work on at home. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. And it's either, it's inevitable. Half the group is either, like, this is dumb. I hate this. (laughs) But they laugh the whole time. (laughs) And I'm constantly just, like, undoing their needles and re-threading them. And then the other half is, like, this is so relaxing. How do I get started? How do I do this? 
Uh, so it's fun for everyone. That's really cool. The people that are bad at it think it's hilarious, and then I end up well, they just still end finishing. up with something. Yeah, and it's a fun memory. I mean, especially yeah. if you're with your friend group. Yeah, genius. I'm gonna have to start thinking about that every yeah. time someone has like party ideas. I'll just have to like plug you a little Work bit it in there. That's Thank a really you. cool <laughs> idea. Um, so, do you have problems like with dexterity from doing that? Like, do your hands get like cramped up? Uh, my hands definitely get cramped up. Yes, and I do. I had to get this Apple Watch. I have the uh, the stand thing turned uh-huh. on because I'll just zone out and I'll be sitting down for seven hours Same. and then I'll try to stand up and, I'll, and my back is back broken out. and I can't, I'll get like the little blisters on my fingers. Uh, it's hardcore. It's pretty intense. <laughs> I, meanwhile, I'm just sewing like the F word like, over and over again. I love that that like juxtaposition though. It's just like yeah. it's like a sport. Yeah, it's but. pretty it's pretty like unassuming if you have like a gallery wall and then people are like, oh that's so cute. What what does that say? Like does that say what I yeah. think it says? You're like, yes. Well, it's speaking of gallery too, you also work at a gallery, correct? Yes. I work at um, FW Gallery on Highland Road. So I do custom framing there. Um, I do all the social media, plan events, uh, that sort of thing. How does that work with you doing embroidery? Do you just kind of work a little bit half and half? Uh, we've been pretty busy at the gallery, actually, so it kind of ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I do have a little studio there in the hallway. That's cool. Yeah, which is really nice. The new um, the new owner and I, I mean, we've it's pretty much just me and her that work there, so we have a close working relationship. So she doesn't mind if I, you know have them like I'm I'm dying right now like I need to go to the post office she's like good go like get your thing done come back that's really nice to give somebody flexible yeah it is on your side and it's it's very necessary being a single mom too where if I have to go pick my daughter up I'm the only one that can do it my family lives in New Orleans like you know yeah when did you move to Baton Rouge from New Orleans uh 2009 when I started LSU okay so never left that's kind of my story too like came here for college and just never went anywhere so yeah I I Honestly, kind of hated Baton Rouge my first two years. Um, I don't know what I didn't like about it. I, I think I was still just like kind of taking my prereqs and hadn't found my people yet. You know, I had my work friends, um, and that was another thing. I didn't I didn't live in the dorms. I lived mm-hmm. off campus, and I had a job off campus. Um, so a lot of my friends were older. Where did you uh, or what did you major in at LSU? Um, I graduated in Child and Family Studies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. And now you have a kid, so. And, yeah, now I do. Do you get to, like, implement all the things you learned? I do, and I love it. <laughs> what even is, is that kind of like a psychology? It was in. Niche, or what Okay, is... so when I graduated, it was in the College of Agriculture. Okay. Uh, sort with the of cows. In the, yeah, with the cows and the children and the sewing <laughs> and, and the, the fashion, fashion department. Uh, they have since switched it up. <laughs> Who was I talking to that said fashion. that? So I was talking to someone, I think, on this podcast about how the fashion majors would, like, graduate, like, in the, like, <laughs> the rodeo With Coliseum. the 13 of us that were <laughs> like, in child and family studies. Uh, but I think they're in, I don't even know what college they're in now, but I think there's actually, like, a social work college, which is what a lot of people actually go into. Interesting. So a lot of people go into counseling or social work uh, from that point. So when you graduated, did you go straight to working for the gallery? No. <laughs> Give me your backstory. Okay, so I graduated in 2013. Um, I really liked the advocacy policy parts of it. So one of my favorite classes in college was family law. 
So I, um, I got to go to the legislature a lot. I was, I worked for American Cancer Society with their government, their government relations department. Um, so did a lot of stuff there. Really liked that. Ended up getting a job with a nonprofit, doing their membership and legislation. That all sounds really fancy. Yes, and important. It actually. was very fancy, important for someone who's like twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't love it. Um, so then I decided I wanted to go to law school. So I went to law school what? for. I didn't know this. I, know. I also really don't know you. So I feel I'm like learning I've all lived right a thousand lives. <laughs> I've done so many weird things. That's what I feel like sometimes. I just feel like I've also worked in the service industry for like. 11 years somehow and I feel like I'm 12 so I don't know how I've done anyway law school didn't last very long interesting I don't have the chops <laughs> that's good <laughs> that you know, like you figured that out though and now like, you're yeah. just like embroidering yeah cards. so I right and that's <laughs> great <laughs> that sounds like a great pivot yeah so I've always been um I've always been creative I mean yeah. when I was little I I've never been I never like painted or you know, drew or anything like that, but I've always been kind of crafty. Like, I've always known how to sew. I uh, made my own pillows and stuff Same. like that. Yeah. Um, I used to have little craft shows in my house when I was, like, eight. You would make those, like, do you remember? You would get, like, Mardi Gras beads. You would make them into little dogs. No. No? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, like those Mardi Gras bead dogs. <laughs> I'm from New Orleans, okay? Okay, okay. So that, yeah. we used to do them in school anyway. So I'd make, like, popsicle stick frames, and I'd have little craft shows in my bedroom, and my aunts would come over and spend 10 cents on a, a thing. So if, Oh, my God. And now you're doing the markets with your... <laughs> now, <laughs> and none wow. of my family has ever come really? to any of them. Oh, you got closer to the mic <laughs> on that one. That's funny. I grew, My mom is a teacher, and I just grew up being really crafty, too, and we would always mm-hmm. make stuff. And there's it's kind of the same thing with photography I have all these like photos of my stuffed animal Ty the dog mm-hmm. like oh I loved your videos the oh my god that you the legacy boxing I want legacy box to sponsor me so bad that because was that was so relatable to I me. I just was so obsessed with videoing things but mm-hmm. so Ty was like this I still have him Ringo ate him <gasps> and Ty is like respected in this house he is not anymore 27 <laughs> years old and mm-hmm. I've been sleeping with him since I was like a baby mm-hmm I still sleep with a stuffed animal, yes. Um, but he, Ty, or Ringo ate his nose off, and I have to sew it back on. But it doesn't have, like, a – it's not, like, a button. It's, like, a screw oh, like nose. A and nose. I'm, like, I don't know how to put him in. I might have to get a new nose. Hot glue that stuff. I around. might need to. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, Ty, I have all these photos from my dad's film camera of Ty sitting at the piano with, like, pearls on him. And he's, like, posing for, like, photo and I do all this photography stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, a picture of him in a gift bag coming out, like, emerging with the tissue. It's mm-hmm. these stupid setups. <laughs> but I have, like, the actual prints because it was a, from a film camera. And yeah. it's, like, I guess I was, like – it was my portrait client, like yeah. when I was in second grade. It's hilarious. It's funny how these things work out. It is. It yeah. really is. Um, yeah. So I bartended for a long time after the law school debacle, and then where at? Um, Everywhere or? Well, in college, I worked at Brewbockers okay. on Blue Bonnet. Shout out, uh, best job I could have had at that point. Um, and then I started working at Ben 77 in Perkins Row. I've never been to either of those places. Wow, really? I know. I know. I've been to Brubacher's, not that location, but Ben 77 is on my list of places I need to go. But go to ben isn't it kind of like a wine place? It is definitely a wine place. See, I don't know wine. Well, next no door, see, okay, so I don't know how much it's changed in the last couple of years since I haven't been there. 
Um, but they did have like three beers at Ben 77 at one point. But they have Sidebar now, which is they have beer on tap. They have a ton of beer. That's my kind of thing. Yeah. So go to Sidebar, and their their menu is less big entrees, mm-hmm. but they still have like a really full menu of great food. Interesting. Shout out to Ben 77 Shout at Perkins out. Row. <laughs> to go check All my out. friends work there, so yeah. Go check well, I'm out. always like I need to go try wine because I like beer a lot. I'm, mm-hmm. Wearing my brute the zoo T-shirt, mm-hmm. I'm going tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this won't be out till Tuesday of next week. But but um, but wine, I, I'm lost. I'm like, is this <clears throat> is this expensive? Is this cheap? I have no idea. They're all the same. Go to tastings. I need to go to one. Yeah, they have them um, at Ben Mid City Craft does them. Three Tails does them. I need to do it because that's how I got into beer. It was from going to festivals and tasting everything. Yeah. Um, but wine, I'm like so ignorant. I'm just like the red one, the white one. I don't yeah. know. You just gotta find what you like and then sort of branch out from Wine there. tastes like sweaty bread to me. Interesting. Sometimes like it tastes like blood a little bit. I don't know if I'm just doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I can I almost guarantee you. Some chuck right here, and whenever I drink it, I'm just like, okay. Mm. She has Charles Shaw, everyone. <laughs> she doesn't. I think know. it costs three dollars. It does. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not good with wine. I wish I was, because I, I feel like I'm not sophisticated. Like, I just want, like, a beer when I go places, and everyone else has, like, cool, fancy but cocktails beer is or wine. So, beer is so hard, too. So, I mean, you've learned. I don't know. I just feel like a, like a 40-year-old dad with a recliner. Like, I'm just like, give me a beer. Are you like, give me a Miller Lite? No. Or no. you drink I've craft beer? I've decided, and as, like, assholey as it sounds, like, I'm too good for domestics. I have decided I don't want them anymore. Unless it's, like, the only thing that is available. Like, when I go to a concert and it's, like, $14 Bud Light night, and I'm just, like, cringing, but I mm-hmm. still do it because mm-hmm. that's what they have. Yeah. And I'd better spend $14 on a big Bud Light that's right. than, like, $20 on, like, a small little cocktail that it tastes like nail polish remover. I don't know. Oh my God. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bartender. Killing um, me. <laughs> I just drink beer. Primarily. I yeah. like craft beers. And I'm getting more into IPAs. I feel like I should grow a beard in order to back that statement up. Okay. I'm having trouble with the, with the domestics these days. Okay. I just feel like my LSU beer pong natty light days are over. Done. We're not doing funneling anymore. No more kegs. I'm just sticking with... I mean, maybe. I haven't tried it in a while. Are you a shots girl? No. Okay. (laughs) I'm terrified of liquor. Oh, really? I just feel like I had every type of liquor you could possibly have the wrong way in Thailand at some point, and it ruined it all for me. Now I just want to, like, gag if I smell any of it. Yeah. I just can't. But how many beers can you drink? Because that's my problem with beer. I can have, like, two, and then I'm like, I'm done. Well, that's the thing. Beer is safe because I can only really realistically have, like, five, six at the most, like, in a day period because you get so full. So mm-hmm. you just can't go anymore. But liquor or shots, like, there's no, the limit doesn't exist. And then, but you don't know until later when you die. Right. And so beer, it kind of helps because, like, you just get so bloated and, like, full that you just kind of quit. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like a, in a social setting, like, I'm like a three-beer kind of girl. Okay. Christian calls me two-beer Jordan because, oh. like, two-beer Jordan comes out and I'm like, I'm kind of done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why the beer festivals are great because you get all these little bitty, bitty tastings of them. Yeah. And, you know. That's kind See where of the night adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Things used to be different, but yeah, um, we are getting older. Yeah. So tell me what it's like having a little baby. Mm. Do you watch Shit's Creek? It's fun. Yes, I watch Shit's Creek. Okay. The they. The Like people don't understand my lingo sometimes. Uh, no. Bring all the Shit's Creek. Okay. That you want. Yeah, it's great. She just started pre-K. She's adorable. She's so cute. Um, she is my cheerleader for sure. She's always, oh, Mom, you're so pretty today. Mom, you're so great. Mom, you're this. I'm like, 
Thank you. Man. I get some kids at the I end. heard, right. I heard this was a thankless job. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> well, she seems really cute based on the photos you post. Like, I think mm-hmm. you have her, like, I know she's probably her own human, but mm-hmm. you have her curated to, like, your own little, like, style, and I love it. Mm-hmm. She definitely, it's all her. Though. Really? I, so she just takes after you then? Yeah. Like, I can't. If I try to get um, my friend Ashlyn, who makes clothes for Printer Solid, I love her clothes so much. And it's what I want my child to wear. She will not wear them for me. <laughs> like, I spent $50 on this. Put it on. And she's like, no. I'm like, yeah, sure. Wear your sparkly space tea. But wait. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> I will get you in this dress. At some point. And then three days later, she'll just be like, what is this beautiful dress? I'll put it on now. Kids are so weird. Yeah. Remember that fight we had three days ago where I tried to put it on you? No, she doesn't remember. It just has to be her decision. Yeah. Which I support. Well, speaking of clothes and everything, Mm -hmm. I love your style. And I am forever indebted and grateful for you letting me hop on this Fly Girl Fall closet sale that's happening soon. Yes. Um, give everyone a spiel about Fly Girl Fall. Okay, so uh, it is going to be a closet sale. Total sustainable shopping moment we are having at Frameworks Gallery on Highland Road next Sunday, October 13th. So when this comes out, it'll be like this Sunday. Okay, so it'll be this Sunday. Yes. October 13th from 12 to 4. We are having I think about 12 or 13 girls Thanks local for girls letting me tack on. it was already popping dude it's gonna be there's gonna be so many people there it's gonna be great yeah. I'm hoping the weather's really nice um we're Ooh, gonna, is it have, gonna be outside too well we have the big porch like a huge front porch area and I have two industrial fans so those will be going nice yeah so some people will inevitably have to be outside um so, yeah, you, you won't be able to miss us from the street. We'll have balloons. We'll have clothes racks everywhere on the front, inside. Let um, me pull up the list of all the baller yeah. girls that are going to be here. Um, basically, well, so I keep talking about this, but I had my closet organized by Sarah. She was in a podcast episode a couple episodes back. She's a closet organizer, and so I got <laughs> rid of so much stuff. And they were already having this, and there's a lot of really stylish, cool girls selling stuff. So let me see. Let me pull up the, the official list here because we are plugging the crap out of this right now. Yeah. Because some of these people are people who have been on my podcast, so they, you need to come. Okay. So, Zoe Robison, Tony, um, Sage, Edgerson. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say her last name? Edgerson. I, I think so. I met her a long time ago. She's met her great. Person, yeah. Super cool style. Yeah. You will be there. Gabby Murphy. Um, I don't think I've met some of these people. Oh, Reagan Labot's great. I don't yeah, Reagan Labot's great. Um, Eileen. I think it's Deja. Deja? I'm okay. not sure. I haven't met her in person yet. Um, Mackenzie and Ty. That's Seth yeah. Fiend on Ty, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I've been dying to get amazing. her on my podcast, too, because she's great. Basically, she's so <laughs> I'll be posting about this by the time Tuesday comes around. Yeah. And you just need to go look at all the people who are selling stuff. And if you mm-hmm. think they look cool, mm-hmm. then just imagine what their closets were. Right. So we are also putting together this week. I'll have sort of, um, I made everybody turn in a photo like a one or two liner about their style. I wanted um, everyone to include their size range just because I don't want it to be limited. You know, I want everybody. And so we will have, you know, extra small to extra, extra large yeah. um, shoe sizes all over the place, accessories. 
We'll have apple cider mimosas, which oh. I've never had, but I've heard they're good. That sounds like a fall situation. Oh, it's fly girl fall, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right after hot girl so, Oh, yeah, we're coming in hot. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, even just my sizes, it was kind of crazy because I have stuff from, like, high school. Yeah. Size, like, six up to, like, a 12. 12. Yeah. And then right now, I don't even know what size I am. I'm somewhere in between. I'm oh, like an knows? 8, 10. Yeah. So, and my shoes, I wear like an 8 and a half and a 9. So it's going to be stuff. Then my mom mm-hmm. even gave me some stuff. She was like, get rid of this stuff. So yes. I have some stuff from her. Well, I have just like bags, like those, you know, how they tell you to properly store your things and then you put them under your bed and then you forget about them. Yeah. So I have these amazing sweaters that I buy every year and then a new year comes around and I buy new ones. So... <laughs> That's my problem. Sarah was yeah. like, you have a lot of things with tags still on them that you've never worn. And I'm just, like, too embarrassed to list them on Poshmark for the full price I paid for them. Because I'm right. just, like, embarrassed that I even paid full price for this thing that I've never worn. Right. But then I'm, like, too cool to, like, donate it. Because I'm like, this one still has a tag on it. Right. I just can't. So this is going to be the perfect in-between. It will. And I don't have to ship it out to some mm-hmm. rando. You can just come buy it for me. Mm-hmm. Or Everything you. will be super affordable. And the last hour, we're planning on doing a Blitz-style sale. So... Vendors can either do half off, or I might do a um, buy one get one free or something. Buy one yeah. get one free. I think I might do a bag sale. Like okay. I have a bunch of Trader yeah. Joe's bags. Like same. Here, I've been saving them for this. Fill this bag. Give me twenty bucks. Yeah, you know whatever you can fit in it. 15 Honestly, bucks. this is going to be a really good. I mean, I'm really happy that I had already scheduled this podcast with you, not knowing that this was happening. And mm-hmm. so I'm glad that this is happening. We can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> I need to get rid of this stuff. So y'all, please show up. I know, and everybody. I mean. All I hear is that how broke everyone is all the time. Yeah, and well, same, which is why you need to come buy it all. Right, time. come. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to Disney World next month, y'all. Ooh. I need, I need your money. Ooh, and I have to go to a brunch right before this, so I'm going to be primed and ready to go. Oh, Gerard yeah. Loins. I got my yeah. my, uh, new, my new hangers coming in the mail. They're pink. So my, they oh, my God, mine are too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, we have to brand it. Yeah. This is not like some ratchet garage sale. This obviously, is going to be beautiful. Obviously. It's a... Like the big sister of a garage sale. Yeah. Or the fancy aunt, maybe. Fancy, like the single the childless aunt. aunt of a garage I sale. I have to say, I had trouble coming up with my personal style. One-liner, mm-hmm. two-liner, three-liner, whatever. Whatever. What did you put for yours? I haven't yet. How oh dare you? How dare you ask me this? <laughs> well, I haven't even put the I even spreadsheet together on yet. Facebook being like, what do y'all think? Because I'm like, some days I'm like, literally like in Crocs and a Mason Ramsey t-shirt. Yeah. And other days I'm like bouged out like I don't know oh, it's same. just it was hard for me to come yeah I'm like a big cardigan wearing but you're kind of groovy too and then yeah and then I also have like a love a pump love yeah. like a well, big I think old heel people who don't know me or don't see me regularly they just see stuff on the internet mm-hmm. assume that I just like lounge around in like vintage kimonos like at all times like, yeah, and I'm like no you I'm, don't I wear like t-shirts from <laughs> Old Navy with, oh like, same yeah. <laughs> with like something from Goodwill yes, I am an Old Navy queen yeah mm-hmm. and so I feel so basic sometimes because I'm like I'm actually not that right. cool right but I have some cool pieces I mean you gotta be casual you know sometimes Wait, I, I just can't I can't afford to wear vintage all the time also Batners are just not ready for that like right. they're just not ready for you to go to Walmart and like platforms I just hopefully after this event everybody can find something like that like a piece that they're like I don't care I'm wearing this to Walmart yeah, like, like my the sequin purple Forever 21 tank top that I yeah. was never going to buy that I don't know why I bought or never going to wear but I it's bought it. Happening. Someone needs to buy it from me and wear it to Walmart. Yeah, I'm and tired of the I'm tired of the I don't have anywhere to to go to wear this. Like I go somewhere every day. I leave my house every day. Same. I can I can wear something. It's, it's hard. That's a good that's an interesting conversation too mm-hmm. because 
every time I go somewhere else, I show out. I pack same. for it. I take pictures of myself, and it's great. But when I'm here, I'm, like, in the same cutoff jean shorts that I'm mm-hmm. wearing right now mm-hmm. every day. Or Nike shorts. Preferably Nike shorts or leggings. <laughs> I have these Banana Republic outlet pants. I bought them in three colors, and I wear them every day. Yeah, I have the old navy pixie ones. Yeah. They're kind of the same thing. And I have, I have ones, red ones, yellow ones. One million clothes. Other clothes that I could be wearing. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I love this top. I never get to wear it. Put it on. Yeah. Just this is a good PSA on. just to, to yeah. wear something cool. And honestly, and if you don't get a picture in it, it didn't happen. So then wear it's it again. It's fine. Wear it over and over and over again. Yeah. I'm Great. a big fan of Let your friends borrow it. Because honestly, you have to. Because I don't have the budget to not to be able not to rewear it. Yeah. I mean, for big, big events, I might try to go buy something new. But even yeah. the other day, I was going to see Casey Musgraves and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I should get a new dress for this. And I want new boots. And then I was like, I have a dress I just bought that I've never worn. Like, right. why don't I wear this to it? And right. I did. And it worked out fine. And I wore the boots I got in like. And nobody was like, grade. Jordan, you've worn that before. No. Because I hadn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But even if I had, I'm like, okay, but going to buy a new thing is just a waste of time. Yeah. So agreed. just come buy it from us because. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this uh, event is super successful. And I've had a lot of other people reach out to me. Yeah. I mean, we've pretty much reached max capacity uh, and then some. So we'll see. But I, def- I already have a list of other people that want to do it for the next season. Yeah. Well, that's so. what I was talking to Sarah about when she was going through my closet. I was like, <clears throat> you probably see so many good things that get purged yeah what like you should host something or we should like collaborate with like a blogger or somebody who gets all this stuff and just like have this giant closet sale and then like y'all were doing it I was like amazing yeah (laughs) thank you yeah I think we were all must have been all on the the same wavelength because Gabby Murphy and I had been talking about it and then all of a sudden Ty started that Instagram yeah message with like all these girls and I was like hey, we were just talking about this. Let's just do it together. Amazing. Collaboration. Um, I know. And I don't know what was in the air, but we must fall, all be. Fall vibes. Fall is fall in girl, the air. Fly girl, fly girl, fly girl. I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> I'm at the point now where, like, I hate the word vibes so much that I just ironically yeah. use it all the time for, like, fun. It's like I'm trolling, but I'm not even trolling anymore. I'm just saying it. It's like trolling it's, yourself. It's been this giant cycle where, like, it was such a dumb word to use. Yeah. And then I would say it to make fun of people who said it, and then now I just say it. Same thing with dad gummit. And dad gum. There was this one time I went to Florabama and told mm-hmm. everyone my name was Tammy and kept saying Roll Tide. And I kept talking like a BAM person, mm-hmm. and then it just never left my vocabulary. And now I just say dad gum it all the time. <laughs> and it, was, it used to be a joke. Do people but, laugh or well, people like. Well, it's in the wet and tarnation. I made shirts and no one buys them, but I'm just like, this is because I say it all they the make time. They laugh. Wet and tarnation. <laughs> um, speaking of. Maybe that's what I'll do. We want to do a giveaway. This is yes. a very fluid conversation. None of this has been planned. Yeah, um, no. I hope nobody cares. That stressed me out. I almost came with, like, jokes ready to go. <laughs> but then no. I forgot. No, we just, we're just <laughs> chatting. Sometimes I have, like, questions typed up, but that's just – it all goes out the window anyways. But okay, cool. um, hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have the giveaway solidified. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we'll probably figure it out, like, ten minutes after we finish this and then post it. Because we're – I don't know. I'm pretty impulsive. I don't know about you. But um, we're going to do an Instagram giveaway – and mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. those cool true crime and chill mugs. mugs and maybe I'll just throw in a wet and tarnation tea. Yeah. And you just tell me what size you want because I have plenty of them left. Yeah. It's the where's the beer ones that are selling out. That's Obviously. you got to know your market, Jordan. I don't. I don't know how any of this works. I just bought like I feel like you're a really random, good at that. Really? I just bought you're a random me. amount of shirts. It, this is full transparency for everybody. Like, I yeah. don't have, like, endless amounts of inventory. Like, I just bought a random amount in every size. I was like, hope yeah. this is enough. And then. That's why I chose to use bonfire which is on demand 
it's not on demand, but like you can do a run sort of like you can set up a, um, what do they call it? Oh, a campaign. So, you know, I did mine like two or three weeks and then it takes them about a week and a half to make them all. And then they so ship them like out. So it's like a pre-order situation almost. It is a pre-order situation. But I realized, because I was just going to order, you know, a bunch of sweatshirts and a bunch of sizes. It was going to cost me a ton of money, first of all. But that's what's happened. I have <laughs> no space to put them in. Yeah, that's and my issue. And <laughs> once people started buying them, I was like, wow, I would have ordered the wrong sizes and the wrong colors. Like, like I have. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> so it was really nice to have them. I mean, because you get to pick up to five colors for each shirt, um, each design, and yeah, it was really nice to let people pick what they wanted. Maybe I'll do that next. I love that this is like a fully transparent conversation about the merch life because yeah, everyone wanted me to do merch, so I did merch. Nobody bought it. I'm like, okay, now I have it. Great. <laughs> so I'm like, crap, I'm going to start doing these markets. Well, some markets, like I've done really well. Others, mm-hmm. like I've sat there for four hours and sold literally nothing. Mm-hmm. And... I just try to make it look cool on the internet every time. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter if one person bought something do. or mm-hmm. if I sold out. But it still doesn't help predict what the public wants. Like, I just cannot figure out what you people want from me. Like, you told me you wanted <laughs> shirts. I made shirts. Nobody's buying the shirts. Or they buy them all out of one size. So now I have, like, no mediums left. And where's the beer? Where's the beer? But, like, I thought I'd sell more larges because I'm thinking, like, dudes and, like, whatever. No, I have plenty of larges left. Really? So anyway, yeah. And it's so weird. And smalls. Yeah. Like, I sold so many smalls. And I was like, I thought nobody would buy a small. I feel right. like most people are medium or large. Maybe right. I'm just, like, a big person. And that's just yeah, normal like, to me. I don't know. But it's so weird. And, like, fanny packs, like, so trendy, so cool. No. No one's buying fanny packs. I have, like, a thousand of them. So wow. not really a thousand. But, but I hope not. But, like, 90. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically a thousand. <laughs> In merch terms. So it's um, so crazy though, but it's like, and then I make these record bowls for fun, and those are what sell at the markets. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, these are. How much do you sell those for? Like eight bucks? Okay. Um, See, I don't know if it's a price thing. I don't or know. what. But your girls but gotta make the money back. It's expensive to buy these things ahead of time, and that's kind of what I was learning. And, and Bonfire, so just to be transparent, if you are a creator and you want to use them, I made more money doing pre-order than I would have. Well, because otherwise, everyone's like, I'll buy that, and they don't. Like, this right. is, like, a commitment. Right. And I always think about, like, your favorite band. Mm-hmm. You pre-order the album. You haven't even heard the music yet. Why mm-hmm. are you giving them money? You haven't even heard the songs. You might hate it, but you still do it. Why can't we be the same way? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone wants to see it and, like, feel it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, just order it. <laughs> do you think that the market is too saturated with T-shirts? Yes. People? T-shirts, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But because it's saturated, I thought it'd be fine. Because I'm like, well, everyone has to buy t-shirts for everything anyways. Yeah. But, like I said, I'm still I, only, buying them. <laughs> I only did the t-shirts because people asked me to do t-shirts. Like, it's not something that I really thought was, like, about. burning a hole in my pocket. Like, I gotta make t-shirts. I was just kind of like, oh. Yeah. I think I would do better with the same sayings on, like, non-gender specific or science specific things. Like, Agreed. mugs. Mugs. Hats. Mm-hmm. My hats sell really well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I thought the fanny packs would sell well. No. Um, but patches and stuff, like, those types of things I think mm-hmm. I'm going to move into doing more of because the shirts Great. are cool and all, but it's just such an act of Congress to, like, to do them. to get it together. And yeah. then, like, when you have all these random sizes left, like, what are you supposed to do with it? And then everyone's mm-hmm. like, I'm waiting for you to reorder. I'm kind of like, I don't know if I was going to. Going like, to, right. I don't know. And that's why I liked the campaign aspect because it also made it seem kind of, like, exclusive. Well, yeah, it's you a know, sense of like, urgency, and that's what gets yeah. me every time. With, yeah. like, workshops especially. Mm-hmm. My workshops are evergreen. They're just online all the time. You can buy them anytime. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten... Bamboozled <laughs> into, into signing up for workshops so many times because it's like today's the last day. We're never offering it yeah, again. Like yeah. one time only. Yeah. 
but gotcha. maybe I should do that with my workshops next time I make a workshop. Maybe so. I don't know. Switch up. The market is crazy. I mean, yeah. And you know, the merch thing has been really fun, but it's not my main hustle, but it's very fun right. to do. And I don't know why, but every time I send one out, an online order, it's never in Louisiana. Like, I send stuff out to so many random states, and I'm me like, too. how are you people finding me? Me too. And, but I go to the market here, and, like, I don't sell anything. Yeah. Or not, I mean, but it's I mean, really it's has depended. But I mean, it's like your home but, base, you would think. But it, it's so would. weird. And yeah. then, but, like, every time I send, like, I get a t-shirt order online, it's like, Colorado, Mississippi, like, mm-hmm. New York. I sent one to, like, Oregon the other day. I'm like, who are you the people? The amount of things I've sent to Virginia and Tennessee is, like, <laughs> insane. Like, who are you people? Exactly. And then I look at my Etsy, uh, not my Etsy, my Instagram, like, analytics, and everyone's in Baton Rouge that follows me. Same. And, like, tiny bit New Orleans. It's Tinier so interesting. Yet. I don't like, know how they're finding me. But if that's but how it's going to be, I'd rather just, like, do it online because then I don't have yeah. to have all this inventory to bring to the markets. It is nice to have physical yeah. stuff. So if I want to do a giveaway with you, like right now, for instance, I yeah. have something ready to go, but it's frustrating. And yeah. then, like, manually tracking the inventory. And then, like, when I go to a market, I have to, like, cross-reference, like, what I sold there versus online. Mm-hmm. My, like, worst fear is, like, selling something online while I'm at the market. And then, like, and the then, inventory being, like, all jacked up. Yeah. I know there's probably a better way to do this, but I'm not, like, on a giant it's called scale. Bonfire.com. <laughs> not sponsored, but not sponsored, I'm going to hey, put this in the show I notes. did just do a giveaway with them, and, yeah, they got me, like, 700 followers in, like, one day, which was great for me. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about giveaways. Yeah. Do you do them often with people? I do them... I try to keep them small when I do them with, like, one or two people because mm-hmm. I do kind of hate giveaways that are, like, you have to follow 15 yeah, new Yeah, I people. never do any of that. Stresses me out. I know I don't do that. Um, I'm just, like, very protective of who I follow. Like, I hate when someone <laughs> meets me and then they're like, what's your Instagram? And they pull out their phone and they're like, oh, follow. And I'm like, we just met. I don't even know who are Is your work good? Is it stupid? Like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. And that sounds really... Like, mean but no I need to get on Instagram and be like inspired or True. else like what's the point yeah so I hate giveaways where I have to go follow these random people who are not relevant so that's right. why I think like it's smart to do giveaways with people who are like in your same kind of like aesthetic or agreed demographic yeah, so or I whatever. try to keep it two three people whenever I've done it it's always been with a friend yeah or you know yeah, I've only done like two or three, but they've been successful, and I'm like, maybe I should do those more often. They're never, but are they annoying? They're never wildly know. successful for me, to be honest. But it's yeah. still fun. Yeah, you know, it gets you in front of someone else's audience. Yeah, um, I'm somehow involved in this um, this Instagram group uh, from people in Jackson, Mississippi. Interesting. Uh, yeah, my friend, you know, Samara, Sam Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so she sort of linked me up with some people there. So I'm about to do a giveaway with one of the girls in that group. That's smart because it's a new market. Yeah. And so I've been considering, you know, Jackson's not too far away. And they have, like, this new growing art scene. And I kind of, they don't have anybody doing embroidery. So I kind of. Snatch it. Yeah. I want to get up in there. Snatch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long have you been doing markets? Um, probably about two years. Okay. Yeah. I was doing them very frequently. Um. And I feel like people just kind of, not lose interest, but I can't make new stuff constantly Mm -hmm. because I do get a lot of custom orders in between, and so I'm working on that. And, you know, if I come back every month with the same stuff, people are bored. So I try to keep it three, four times a year at the Mid-City Makers Market, or I'll say a paid market. And then anytime somebody asks me to pop up for free, I will pop up. That's what I'm learning (laughs) because... So many times, 
and not even so many times. I've only done like five yeah. um, since like April. Mm-hmm. But the times where I've paid to do it, I've like barely made my money back. The times I didn't pay, mm-hmm. like I randomly make so much more. Yeah. Um, and then there's a time or two where I didn't pay anything and I didn't make any money. And yep. it's just kind of like, that well, happens. now I just lost my time. Yeah. And but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's a networking event too, which right. I don't get out much. So... <laughs> <laughs> So it's hard for me to meet other creative people or just to talk to people in general because I'm so busy with momming and working. That and you're sewing. And, and I'm sewing. I'm a TV watching. You know, a lot true, going true on. True crime and chilling. True crime I got dogs. Oh, um, I love your dogs. Ringo follows your dog on Instagram. <laughs> good. He follows Carl. Carl the best Carl boy. at Carl the best boy. I haven't been really slacking, but... Same. I've also been pretty busy. Ringo's been sleeping a lot, and I've been busy, yeah, so we're just taking a little Instagram hiatus. Yeah. I have also haven't been home as much. I'm also I about to like. kill Instagram, because it's, like, <laughs> ruining my life. It really... I have really given up a lot I'm, recently. So I'm I'm really struggling with, I mean, engagement. I feel like everyone is. Um, but sort of blending all... I run, like, four Instagram accounts. Yeah, same. Should they be one? Should they be separate? Let's talk about this. Do people this. care about me as a person? Yes. Is my number one concern. This is my same question all the time for myself, too. So I feel like people like to... <laughs> I say they like to talk about this, but they're going to be listening. They can't talk back. But maybe you can talk back to your radio and give us suggestions. Please don't talk back to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I had the same issue where everyone's like, why don't you have a photography Instagram and then, like, a graphic design Instagram and then, like, a blogger, like, influencer, Jordan, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because it's too much work. And if you already got one following somewhere, you just got to roll it. You got to ride right. the wave. Like, do you want to follow me on five accounts? Right. But then I ended up somehow still having, like, five accounts. <laughs> I have, like, Ringo. I have one for, like, the things, like, I call it Had to Snap. It's like stuff that I just yeah. like want. And oh, that's I love just, the Occupied Vacant. Yeah, Occupied ones. Vacant, which I don't do anything with as often as yeah. I should. And then. But I just love bathroom I just started. So. Yeah, <laughs> and then I just started Do What You Want Club because that was an effort, yeah. an attempt to kind of bundle it all together because people who just follow me are like, what do you do? What right. is this? So tell me your, your struggles and thoughts with this. Well, when I first started with Crybaby, um, I never posted about myself. It was always just embroidery um I've always been kind of nervous about putting my actual self out there because if my work gets rejected or not enough likes I don't care whatever but if I do I know (laughs) and it's hard to blend the two yeah but but I feel like people like knowing about your life yeah but um when I first started I, I wasn't getting any sort of engagement when I would post personal type stuff so I just stopped Uh, And I was just all product from there. But, I mean, that was two years ago. So now I'll occasionally, like, post a picture of myself or something. But, and I I think I get more engagement now. But it's also just sort of tough. Like, because on my personal account, I post all my home decor Mm -hmm. type stuff. Not that I do anything to make money with it. Yes, But I think, yeah, it's just my thing that I love. But I also think that maybe my crybaby followers would like that. Yeah, because it's probably because I also they're probably make, like you. I make home decor. Yeah, <laughs> technically. Um, so I don't know if I should merge that. I I feel the same struggle. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't have know. answers, but I'm yeah. in the same boat, and it's yeah. just always been that way. And I feel like for so long on Instagram, especially when I go speak at like, you know conferences and things for like about branding I'm always such a hardcore like I believe that people want to see who the face is behind what you're doing Mm -hmm. and 
whether or not you'll see it like immediately with numbers, like likes or engagement, I think subconsciously it builds trust with your customer because they're like, oh, this person, like for me, if I go to like your house, photograph your child, I bet you want to know what I look like, who I am. Like mm -hmm. you want to know if I'm relatable or trustworthy or whatever. And mm -hmm. so um, I feel like putting yourself out there with your work can build credibility and trust and essentially like a fan base. And that sounds so pretentious to say, but you have fans, like people who like your yeah. work will inherently like you sometimes, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, and people who don't, don't. And so I think it's kind of controversial because some people only want to see the work. Like, they yeah. don't give a shit who you are. Right. Um, you're probably annoying them by putting yourself out there. But then there's people who want to see more of you. And so it's hard. Right. But then it's like finding who are your people. Mm -hmm. Do you want the people that care about who you are? Probably because they're the ones that are Gonna literally supporting your life yeah. through buying things. And so I struggle with that, too, because, like, for a while people only wanted to see my photography or so I thought and so I'd only mm -hmm. and I was doing like all this music photography and only posting that and then people like didn't know they could hire me for other stuff so I kind of pigeonholed yeah. myself so then I tried to like expand that but then people were confused because there's like a metal concert and there's a baby and there's like a selfie of me and then there's like a picture of a bathroom and then there's a picture of like mm -hmm. my shoes and mm -hmm. it was kind of confusing and so then I just try to like tie it all together with aesthetic being like well this is still me and it's all the same coloring whatever okay but now I feel like Instagram's taking a turn where like it's so saturated with like influencers and people and like pretty pictures of people and right. selfies and walls and cute things and I struggle with that too because it's like for so long the better performing posts were pictures of me doing things which yeah. was so annoying because I'm like this is a beautiful photo I took like care about this right no it's like it's a picture work. of me standing in front of like an orange wall and that'll do better yeah so but then now I think that's getting like tapped out like people don't care as mm -hmm. much to see a picture of you standing in front of a wall or mm -hmm. whatever so I'm in this crossroads too that I'm just like, I don't even care anymore. Like I'm not posting regularly anymore. I'm not like yeah. planning anything. I'm not doing it every day. Yeah. I'm kind of just trying posting different things that I've never had before just because to see what is happening. Mm -hmm. And my engagement's so low. Like I'm getting like, I mean, less than a hundred likes on a photo when my average used to be like average. three, four hundred mm -hmm. uh, people. And so mm -hmm. now I'm like, what is the problem? I don't right. know what to do. I don't know. I see the same struggle in every group that I follow. So it's Everybody not just talks me. about it. I'm no, like, it's not just Like us. you said, I take it personally. I'm like, oh, everyone hates me. Yeah. Like they think I'm ugly and stupid yeah. and not talented and I'm annoying them and I just am not going to post today. Yeah. But I think it's just But that's also life. not my brand. I'm supposed to be, you know, what I push for is you know, sort of embracing all your flaws and stuff like that. So I need to right. actually put yourself out there. Yeah. Do what I say. I'm kind of the same with the do what you want. Like, yeah. I'm over here like, I don't know if I should do this. And I'm like, my whole branding is do what you want. Right. If I want to do this, I should just do it. Right. right? And so <laughs> I struggle with that too because I do so many things I don't want a yeah. lot all the time. So. Yeah, same. It's hard. I don't know. Instagram is a bubble that I don't think is going anywhere, but it's definitely bursting mm -hmm. in terms of the way of how it's been mm -hmm. or what's been successful before. Mm -hmm. I don't know what is next or what we're supposed to be doing but it's right. driving me crazy because I've never been in or I've never really done um sort of like photo shoots with a photographer or anything like that it's always just been I take pictures with my phone I have a nice camera I take some pictures with my camera sometimes uh when I did some merch you know I took photos of my friends wearing them yeah and then I see other people doing, like, full branded photo shoots, and I'm like, oh, crap, am I supposed to be doing no, that? No, I think it's whatever and works, but I, I think doing is it that yourself going... is more relatable. Yeah. yeah. I, I think now, and it always has been, but I think I was reading this big article the other day about how Instagram aesthetic is dead, and I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's all true. All the way. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, maybe, like, the pink donuts and, mm -hmm. like, 
the 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 bullshit mm-hmm. Instagram aesthetic is dead. Yeah, like the stuff that everyone's doing over and over again the same way. Yes. Aesthetic's not dead. Aesthetic will never be dead. Like right. I think there's something to be said about having like a cohesive brand. Totally. That's like not gonna go anywhere. But I think it's true that the overly perfect photos, the overly like you can tell they're super professional, and that's hard for me as a photographer. I want to post my professional right, photos. Right. You are a professional photographer. But I think people relate more to like iPhone photos like mm-hmm. just like you know off because that's why stories are doing so well because they're so right. approachable and relatable and, and I'm transparent. bad at that because I'm bad at video content video content just takes so much work yeah. like I can get on my stories and talk like I have no shame done but as far as like putting together like a YouTube video it's like a painful oh full yeah day experience I don't even for me. Know YouTube I wouldn't even know where to begin it's just so but hard. even talking at my phone on my stories like makes it me, never gets less awkward makes me cringe it never gets me never gets less awkward but I only started doing it because people kept responding so yeah. I was like oh if people are actually like watching this and caring about what I say then right I'll just do it but right. I never watch them back I'm just like no. yeah there was a while where I wasn't posting anything on my crybaby stories just because I wasn't getting any engagement and then but I think I was also being too mild with it like kind of just mm-hmm. boring like product shots you know uh the same things that I was posting on my feed like you know they're just seeing it twice and so I've just started posting more random stuff, funny stuff, sassy stuff. And it's just, people comment, people yeah, talk to me. It's and just I'm like, interesting. Oh. I have like four times the amount of views on stories as I do like my photo. Oh, same. Like, same. Like a thousand something people like see a story mm-hmm. and it's like something stupid that I didn't mm-hmm. think about. But then like this beautiful like, photo, I like. Nobody composed. can like my picture. <laughs> I have like 30 likes on it and I'm like, all yeah. right, well, are y'all gonna hire me or what? So yeah. it's just so frustrating. And I know. It all sounds really stupid to people who don't care. Yeah. But, and it is, it is my business. And the grand I mean, scheme of things, it is stupid. Yeah. The amount of effort that is put into it. But it's like, it's a business. And it's, right. Instagram is a business. Like, people wouldn't be paying influencers to do stuff if it wasn't, like, a solid platform to be right. doing things. But right. because it's kind of, like, <laughs> going down. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little scary and frustrating. But yeah. I'm glad to know like, that I'm not next? the only one. But in terms of, like, connecting all your stuff, I don't know. Like, I... I've been struggling with all that too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of toying with the idea of, don't anybody take this idea as copyrighted by me? Because you put it into existence right now. So because I'm saying it, <laughs> in a microphone. Um, no, I'm toying with the idea of opening sort of a retail type space. That'd be amazing if I could find the right rent, if I could find the right space um, to be able to do my workshops. Um, be able to do more, to be able to invite other artists to do them. Um, every time I go to a new city, I make it a point to go to a bougie craft store because they are my favorite things. Like, I want to see all these fabrics that you can't get at Joann's and Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Um, I want to see all these fancy threads and yarns and all these fun patterns from people you follow on Instagram if you're a crafter like me. Yeah. So you'd want to open something like that? Yeah. And then have space to have events because I love having parties and have a bunch of sewing machines, uh, working with kids, you know, stuff like that. I saw a really cool place in Atlanta at the Pont City Market. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was like a sewing place and they were, there was all these windows and you could see all the kids were taking a sewing class in there. Mm -hmm. I just remember being like, that's so cool because I used to sew for fun. Yeah. But that was just me at home. Like if there was like a place to go do it that'd be really fun right and I've there was this place in Nashville that I went um and I saw a bunch of flyers you know they just had a calendar and every class was like completely full and 
just drop off your kid, you know, or, you know, you can stay. <laughs> uh, but classes for like 10 year olds, you know, and you have like five or six sewing machines and help them make a pillow or then somebody like us who can't afford a sewing machine but wants to kind of toy with it or has a pattern they found online. It's like renting it. You can of, come yeah. rent it for however much an hour. Yeah. Um, I haven't sewed in a while. I used to think I wanted to be a fashion designer in like seventh oh, grade. Same. <laughs> You'd never know by the Nike shorts every day. <laughs> but I had like a life-size Barbie. She was like four foot. Uh-huh. And I would sew things for her. Her proportions were wildly inaccurate. Off. Um, but I would sew things for her and make pillows and like, you know, cut the denim jeans off and sew the bottom and make like a strap and yeah, have like the, the jeans the purse. purse and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then I hadn't sewed in so long and when I moved into this apartment, I needed curtains for this strange window in the kitchen that's like a very odd mm-hmm. aspect ratio. And I couldn't find anything that wasn't like doily, like lace, which is not my style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like a shower curtain and cut it and then hemmed it. And it took like five seconds. Oh. I had to get my mom's sewing machine to come up here and do it. And when I was doing it, I was like, this is so easy. It took five minutes. The shower curtain was $20. I would right. do so many more things like this had I, if I had the time, space, right. resources. Space such an issue. I could have made my own curtains. Like I know the basics. I can't right. make like dresses, not like a Grace, like Greta garments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She can like make like dresses. I can make like yeah. patterns and sizing style. is... I remember trying it and just not no. not catching on. I can make a pillow. I can make yeah. the hell out of a pillow. Curtains, all of anything, just a square. Yeah, I just miss doing it because yeah. it's like a different form of creative. Like, it's a creative outlet that you don't think about being creative. At least I don't anymore. And then yeah. when I realize what it is, I'm like, oh, that's so creative. And you're actually making something functional, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like it's kind of a loss skill I mean yeah no one um, does that that's right. why I think it's so cool what you do and I think that the slow fashion and the slow everything is sort of coming into mm-hmm. um and yeah you can make your own stuff y'all do you make stuff for your house uh I have done I did my curtains for my dining room curtains for the kitchen stuff like that um but I do have a new machine that chain stitch machine mm-hmm. still haven't figured out how to work it but I do want to start doing, making, like, pillows and, um, you know, bigger wall hangings and stuff like that. That's really cool. Yeah, so I would like to branch out more into home decor, and I think if I did that, then I could combine my love of home decor with Let's talk about home decor, because I'm going to link photos of your stuff in the show notes for people, because it's kind of hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. These aesthetic visual things on a podcast because you can't see it. But you mean my two two five spaces and places cover girl spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you mean <laughs> link in the show notes? Really, I will though because <laughs> I lo- that's what caught my eye and was like, this girl has like a house full of stuff that I want in my house. Like, how does she live in town? So talk about people always ask me where I get things from and they want me to talk about it and I just mm-hmm. don't really. I just it's the same five places over and over again. But right, talk about like where you get cool vintage things in Baton Rouge and okay how you decorate. Um, in Baton Rouge, don't sleep on the Goodwills. Mm-hmm. Like, Goodwill always has stuff. Um, America's Thrift Store. Oh, that big one by Cortana? The big one. Go there for sure. Here today, gone tomorrow. Um, there's also the Secret Underground Laboratory. Which, yes, I need details <laughs> on this. Okay, so everybody hopefully remembers Honeymoon Bungalow, which was on government. It's now Elsie's. Uh, plate and pie so everyone I mean I was I know I was super sad when they closed yes same and so I live on government street and I bought these uh, 
this dining room set off Facebook Marketplace. There were these like gorgeous 70s floral chairs and one of them was really messed up but bought them anyway because I figured I'd get them fixed. So I saw I drive past the sign every day and it says like furniture repair. It, it doesn't mention anything about vintage clothes, not vintage clothes, but like vintage home decor and stuff like that on it. So it's pretty unassuming. So I went in there and brought the chair. They couldn't fix it, but they hooked me up with somebody who could. And it's the owners of Honeymoon Bungalow. Just chilling on Just government. Just chilling on Government Street. Don't selling antiques. Nobody know about it. I need to know and go yeah, like so today. It's a super, super tiny space. They have weird hours. Um, we will link in the show notes yes. their hours. I will look it up. Okay, because I have – she gave me a bunch of business cards when I went. Um, but, yeah, she's got all kind of little knickknacks in there just left over from Honeymoon. She's got light fixtures, um, everything like that. I have, like, a – I didn't even realize I had an obsession with light fixtures until, like, recently. You have – I'm looking at at least, like, six. <laughs> I got this one from Pink Elephant. <laughs> um, well, so the thing – so I rent this space. So yeah. I can't, like, get too crazy. Like, yeah, if yeah. it were up to me, so much would be different. Yeah. Um, but – Lights, like I just have a thing for lamps and lighting, and like especially so groovy ones, and mm-hmm. just like even the new, like this is from like Amazon, like new ones that look old, yes, old ones that look new, <laughs> yes. Well, basically, go to West Elm's website, find something you like, and yes. search for it on Amazon for a quarter of the price. Yes. Well, this I mean, the little yellow ones from West Elm, but they uh-huh. sent it to me to do an Instagram post about it, which I was like, what? I'll take, take it. it. <laughs> and they didn't tell me. They were like, you have to agree to post whatever when we send you and I was kind of nervous I'm like what do they send some like fugly lamp right but they sent a mustard yellow one and I was like it's perfect it actually is something I would buy so yeah. this is good yeah but everything else like this is from like Target <laughs> it's falling apart oh um, yeah but I I do a lot of like Target yep home goods yep pink elephant yep antiques um Facebook marketplace yeah next door app I got a mid-century table yeah um and then just like expand Target expand your... I already said Target but search on or expand your like location on Facebook marketplace. Okay. Don't do just Baton Rouge. Like go out to like Hammond. They have some crazy stuff in Hammond. Um that's where we got our new couch, our new like faux leather. It's really low to the ground, but it's got the awesome like vintage look. <sighs> Super cool. Well and it's great for all my dogs. My yeah. My couch is from Home Goods and mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird thing. Like I was in Phoenix visiting family a couple years ago and I hadn't moved into an apartment by myself yet. I was living with my brother off of Brightside, and we had my grandma's old floral couch, which was cool, but it wasn't, like, floral. It wasn't my floral. Mm-hmm. There's, like, mm-hmm. lots of different types of floral. This was, like, an actual, like, grandma floral. Not really mine. Mm-hmm. I want something groovier. But I always wanted the velvet couch, and on Pinterest, they're always, like, five grand, like, yeah. from article or whatever else. Um, and we were in Phoenix at Home Goods, and they had this navy blue velvet couch with, like, the tufted back and the studs, and it was $600. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I feel like that's cheap for a couch. Yeah. So, but we were in Phoenix. And so I was like, let me call the Baton Rouge Home Goods or see if they have one. And they didn't have it. It's still to this day. It has no tag. I don't know who makes it or anything. <laughs> I couldn't find. There was no, nothing. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, oh, I'm buying some car parts, so I have to rent a U-Haul to drive back from Phoenix to um, Louisiana, if you want to just buy it, put it in the U-Haul. We already have to have one. So we, like, brought it from Phoenix. And then it sat in my parents' dining room for a year until <laughs> I moved in somewhere by myself uh-huh. to put it in. Uh-huh. And then it almost didn't fit in the door. But I love this of couch because it's so cheap. But everyone's yeah. always like, ooh, it's that vintage. I'm like, it was from Home Goods. So yeah. don't sleep on Home Goods either. Uh, I buy things from Wayfair yeah. a lot. Uh, I got a super cute little new mailbox 
from there recently. Wayfair sells mailboxes? Yep. Wayfair sells everything. Um, I did buy an article couch. I did splurge and buy an article couch. No, and my it friend was Eric Garcia has a beautiful article couch. I love it. And then I have a couch cover on it because yeah, my dogs. dogs will ruin it. But when company comes over, if you ever come over, I will take the couch cover off for you. That's a big deal. And know that that is a big deal. That's why I have this like blanket on there because he just sheds. and yeah. So far, so good he hasn't peed in the couch. He's peed in my bed okay. four times. <gasps> and my dryer's currently broken, so he peed on it the other day. Oh, and no. I had to clean everything. And then it's just good to my boyfriend's the dryer. It was this whole thing. Yeah. But, yeah, Ringo is uh, sleeping on the the. He was looking out the window. Blanket. He was watching TV earlier. Yeah. Ringo's living well, it up here. Oh, and Tuesday morning. Oh, love Tuesday morning. Randomly, I get so many good things from there, and people are always like, where's that from? I'm like, Tuesday morning, and I can't like, link it. I can't do anything. It's like, World just Market. Go. I get a lot of stuff from World Market. Ikea, shelves, chairs. Um, God, These are Amazon I curtains. I mean, I'll link. I have a whole blog post about my house because I did like a – a thing of Instagram TV video too. Mm-hmm. I'll link this in here, but I want to link your stuff too. But okay. yeah, people would just love to ask me where I get stuff, and I'm like, it really is the same like four places. Wait, yeah, Urban, uh, Urban Outfitters, Anthropology. When they do those sale on sale, I get those Anthro pillows. Yeah, just so Ringo can eat the pom poms. Yep. Um, yeah, and I, I have dogs. I have a child. I can't spend a lot of money on stuff because I will need to replace forever. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing that I've learned. Yeah. But I definitely love way. antiques and vintage stuff the most. Yeah. I feel like you really can't, if like you see something, you have to just get it. Oh, yeah. You can't. And I'm so, like, come this, back tomorrow. this glass coffee table I just got like a <laughs> month or two ago because I had seen it and it was like $400. And I was like, I don't need it. That's expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's probably a good price for it. But for me, like, I don't need a coffee table for $400. Right. And then I went a week later. And it was on clearance for, like, $200 or something like that. Mm. And my brother was with me, and he has a truck. <laughs> and he happened to be with me. And Can so I was like, uh, okay, we'll buy it. So you have to be impulsive. Like, I didn't really you have do. $200. Like, I didn't need a new coffee table. But if you see yeah. it, got to get it. Same. And then I painted it. But nah. Well, my dining room table, I did not need a dining I mean, I kind of did. But I didn't have space for it at yeah. the, the moment. Um, but I was just like... This is $150. Yeah. This is perfect. You gotta get it in shape. Everything that I wanted, yeah. And it's just been a storage unit for a while until I finally got the last chair that was messed up back from the upholsters. And I was like, today I will organize this dining room. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just feel like in another life I have an antique store of my own. Maybe one day I will because I'd love to have like a booth somewhere because I just want to buy more stuff but I can't have it all and I know I'm not going to live in this specific apartment forever. Obviously it's small. Yeah. So if I see something and I want it I'm just like eventually it'll be for like my house but in the meantime what are you supposed to do with stuff? I don't know. Uh, Well if you're me and my boyfriend we bought a camper that we found on Facebook Marketplace for 800 bucks. Oh my and gosh, that's a steal. I know, but it's just a storage unit. Yeah. For sitting in front of my house. Um, but it's cheaper than a monthly storage unit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we <laughs> That'd all, be $800 a month. We also have one of those that we don't use. Okay. But that's neither here nor there. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's more of a collector than I am because I'll see it, see, see something that I don't need and I'll be like, I don't have space for that. I'm not going to buy it, whereas he will buy it. So that's why we created the um, The It's Thrift Score account. (laughs) What? You have an account? What? Do I know about this? Um, Maybe not. I thought you did. Anyway, it's called It's Thrift Score. And that is where we post our... 
oh vintage findings. Um, we've done one garage sale so far. And so you, you buy these things See, to that's sell? the couch I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's yeah. kind of similar to Eric's. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, I got a new follower, Jordan Heffler. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's these following the me. Of, this kind of thing that I need to know about. Like, yes. you said you ran so many Instagram accounts. I needed to know what they were. Yeah, so there's this one. And whenever I'm in a new city, I will go to a thrift store, and I will – that's yes. where I do most of my shopping, and I'll just – ship stuff home to me or buy Smart. a suitcase buy a vintage suitcase and fill it up and hey I have another carry-on full of stuff yeah um so I'm hoping that once we did one garage sale that was pretty successful um and I'm hoping to do another one once the weather gets a little bit cooler because it's just too hot it's right treacherous now. right now yeah um and I would love to get booth space somewhere, but... I think it'd be so cool to have. Yeah. But you'd have to make enough money to, like, support... It's the same thing as the market. Like, exactly. The buy-in. That's why Instagram account, storage camper. Boom. Yeah. No, <laughs> genius. I'm so glad you talked about um, that. Um, yeah, I'm... The, the problem is he buys the stuff I'm in charge of taking the pictures and posting it, but I already take pictures and post things to so many other accounts that... It's exhausting. That one is kind of my last No, last people thought. do not understand social yeah. media and how it is a full-time job and so yeah. you if you don't do it full-time because you can't because you have other things to do right like <laughs> have to for the instagram account yeah um people just don't they don't get it i don't know people, yeah like i don't know i don't need to post i just you know why don't you just do it for me or and i'm like no right so much like, work. Oh, can you run this for me i'm like no no i can okay. barely run my own and i don't even know dogs. how to begin pricing that out <laughs> You know, no, so. I know. I, I have run some accounts before in the past, and it's it's good, consistent money, but it's a lot of work. Like, I'm right. already running my account and my dog's account and yeah. my bathroom like account. the and content my, is hard enough. Right. Yeah, and then I'm trying to, like, do a weekly newsletter and then, like, do blog mm. posts and then mm-hmm. post this. But then I still have to take photos and edit the photos. Uh-huh. And that's been my <laughs> issue this fall is that, like, I've been blessed with lots of shoots, finally, because all summer was, like, dead, dead. Mm-hmm. but I can't get ahead because like if I'm shooting every day then I can't be at home to answer the emails and edit the photos from the shoots so everyone's night. like where are my photos I'm like I don't know I'm not shooting more yeah. for someone else so yeah. I can't get ahead so yeah. ugh, trying to it's but okay. we'll, we'll, make we'll it. figure it out we'll it's fly girl it. fall it is we're gonna kill it yeah well so where can everyone buy your stuff mm-hmm. hire you for parties okay see your thrift stuff just give me all plug everything okay. and I will link it all uh, so my personal account, if you like babies, dogs, home decor. But it's like cute. Occasional fashion posts. Vintage looking stuff. Yeah. Babies, home decor, dogs. Yeah. It's um, not like your, your basic like family account, no. I am not basic. No. Um, so you can follow me at, I don't even know how to pronounce my Instagram handle, MD Animal. Uh, that's from high school. Like, I'm going to roll with it. Like Danimal, like the yogurt? Like Danimal, like the yogurt. Yeah. My last name is Daniel. So, Danimal. Okay. I'm Danimal. That's my personal account. Um, my Crybaby account is Crybaby Stitch. You can always go to the link in bio. Mm. Uh, you can, I post events there, have the link to my Etsy shop, have the link to my very neglected website, have the link to my 225 Spaces and Blazes article, because I'm very proud of that. I Yeah, I would be too. It's beautiful. Um, then... Where else can you find me? You can find my dog Carl at Carl the Best Boy. Yes. You can find my thrifted finds at It's Thrift Score. And just be on the lookout. Definitely follow us there because we do have garage sales. And I am going to try to plan more pop-ups, um, hopefully with Pink Elephant soon. I know they're doing, like, a trunk sale. I have to miss 
miss the next one because it's the same day as the Maker's Market, but I'm hoping in November I can do a It's Thrift Score pop-up. Cool. Yeah. And also, are you doing Hot Art Cool Nights? I don't know where yet. Um, Well, we'll talk after this, but okay. I will be at Pit and Peel. What's the summer one? Oh, is this, did I just say White Light Night or Hot Art Cool I think Night? you said Hot Art Cool Night. I don't know. It's all the same thing. I don't remember, but White Light Night. White Light Night is coming up in November. Yes. The funnest night on I've never been Street. a vendor. I've always just gone, but this year <laughs> I would like to be a vendor and I'm going to be at Pit and Peel and yeah. so. We'll I'm going to try but. to convince Drew at the Ash Collective to let me pop up there. Yeah. Because he did all my branding this year. Yeah. We'll and plug him great. if you like my stuff. He did it all. He's amazing. They're it's beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. So hopefully I can do it there. Cool. Or at Soji. Well, I'll have more podcasts coming out leading up to White Light Night. So mm-hmm. whenever I get official um, yeah, details, get I will talk about it. But, yeah, I um, am hoping to be at Pit and Peel this year. So mm-hmm. get your calendars ready, people. Yeah. Come buy all of our stuff at Fly Girl Fall. Uh-huh. Buy all of our stuff at every market we ever go to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Buy all of our stuff online. Also, if you want something for Christmas, tell me now. Ooh, good. <laughs> don't wait until. Yeah, because it takes a while for you to make yeah, that stuff. Yeah, don't wait until December to your little baby fingers start moving and I got family stuff I want to do so yeah yeah okay well be on the lookout for our giveaway and everything else I will link all this in the show notes okay hey y'all thanks so much for listening to do what you want radio as always you can find all the tools and links that are referenced in this week's episode at do what you want radio.com in the show notes if listening to this podcast has brought you any value at all, please take a moment to go subscribe, rate, and review Do What You Want Radio so that I can continue to reach creatives just like you and me. Doing this podcast is a lot of fun, but it takes a lot of work as well, and I do it all by myself. So I really appreciate those of you who keep listening week after week. You've already dedicated a lot of your time to listening to my voice, talking too fast probably, but if you're not tired of me yet, you can keep up with me, my photography work, and the creative services, products, and workshops I offer at jordanheffler.com and at jordanheffler on Instagram. If you want to be hardcore informed, subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get a free branding worksheet, as well as weekly tips and promotional offers for my digital products and merchandise like Lightroom presets, Instagram overlays, t-shirts, hats, and everything else you didn't know you needed. You can sign up at jordanheffler.com slash subscribe. Thanks again for tuning in to Do What You Want Radio. I just want to let you know that you're probably doing a great job and you probably deserve a beer. So go get one. See you next week.